Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Always love bringing him on. Enjoy his perspective on things. Jake Burns joining us on the show. Jake, always appreciate you giving me some time, my man. Thank you. Hey, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. No doubt. Uh, let's start with the news from yesterday. Amari Cooper leaves practice with uh, the, the groin injury, re-aggravated it from obviously we know that was a problem last year as well. How worried are you? It's hard because Kevin Stefanski doesn't give you much, but how worried are you about that being an issue for him this season? And how does this offense change, if at all, or what does it look like without him sort of out there as a weapon for Deshaun? Well, yeah, I mean, it's a late-week groin injury, and, uh, you know, it, it's, it's always levels to the severity of a groin injury, but, you know, if that happen, it happens on a Saturday, that is never something you should feel optimistic for playing two days later, especially jumping on a flight and uh, air travel. I mean, it's just not great. I, I would not expect him to play, and I don't think it's the smartest thing in the world to have him playing in this game, considering the lingering effects of a groin if you go out there and push it too hard. Now, if you're, say, fighting for the playoffs and late season or something like that, I could see the justification for it, but that it just really isn't right now. So, yeah, I mean, you lose Coop, you lose a guy who just knows how to beat people route-wise, right? I mean, he's he's more often than not in the right place at the right time. Whenever somebody wants to walk down and play tight coverage, he can lose people in space the way few can. He understands the nuance of the position, the lean here to get there, the blind spot attacking that makes the DB confused about location, all of that stuff. So, you know, losing Cooper matters certainly matters. I will say the depth of the position is better than it has been in recent years. I think we could all agree about that. You know, Marquise Goodwin getting 10, uh, 10 or so snaps the first game. Uh, you know, obviously you have Cedric Tillman, who's a youngster who came off of, I think, a pretty good training camp preseason that is ready to get an opportunity. And he makes the most sense, obviously, a bigger body guy who can play Z uh, or X whenever they want to kind of move Donovan around and do different things. He can play either of those outside positions. And David Bell saw the field a little too, I know, he had that drop that was unfortunate, but I'm sure he's ready to bounce back. So I'm less worried than I have been in recent years, largely in a great, great contribution to I don't think Pittsburgh has a anywhere near the level of secondary Cincinnati has because I think Cincinnati just has far superior athletes across the board at those positions. So uh, I, I think there's uh, – it's not – let me put it this way. It's Pittsburgh, and uh, the history is the history, and I, I certainly understand all of that, but I don't think it's the worst week to, to – have Cooper miss time. It's never a great scenario where Amari Cooper's not playing, but I'm just, uh, as far as like what the personnel presentation is for Pittsburgh, I don't think it is 
that devastating to lose him in the manner in which it could be another week. So you just need uh, that uh, the, the the great mindset of next man up, right? It's an yeah. opportunity for some young guys, and in particular Cedric Tillman, to prove himself, or David Bell to, to see an uptick in snaps if they want to put Elijah Moore outside more in this game, right? Because he can do that. So a lot of uh, opportunity or different routes they can go to try to make it work. But again, I'm I'm you know a little conjecture on my part too. I, it might not be that bad. He might be able to play, and, and that would be okay, too. You just hope that there's not any ramifications that carry down the road. Yeah, and I think that's where my, my biggest concern is. Because to your point, Jake, like, and I don't mean to like you know laugh them off, even though I think we all will hope we can laugh them off one day in the Pittsburgh Steelers, but you're right. Like The history is the history. This team generally has owned the Browns. Like We, we get all that. Mike Tomlin's a great coach. You know you're always going to have a team out there that's pretty disciplined and plays hard, but like – I, I'm not worried about this game specifically with Amari Cooper not being out there, but if it's like a lingering thing, the reason I get more concerned is just because, I mean, we saw Deshaun week one. We can tell there's still some rust he's kind of shaking off and some feeling out that he's kind of doing and getting his sea legs back underneath him, and that that's fine if that's going to be the case, especially with how good the defense played. If they kind of kind of carry the team for a little bit, they can probably manage that. But I just worry without Amari, Deshaun doesn't have that that guy that he built chemistry with last year. Clearly has chemistry with again this year. The guy who he can look for on a third down play to get him to get him that first down. Like I, I just worry a little bit if that's going to stunt the not development but the the process of Deshaun kind of getting back to that player that he was. Yeah, I mean losing the comfort of a guy you've worked with pretty religiously for two years doesn't help, right? So you're you're leaning into trusting scheme, trusting coverage. Uh, you know what the coverage tells you to do with the football. And you, you need to, like I said earlier, kind of bank on some people maybe aligned a little bit differently to do exactly what you're expecting them to do. So if Elijah's going to play a little bit more X this week, which I think is most logical, yeah. he played a lot of X with the Jets before they decided to put Garrett, uh, you know, Garrett Wilson there, which, you know, uh, obviously Garrett Wilson won't let that slide. He's an okay football player. So he's comfortable doing <laughs> yeah, he's it. He's all right. I, he's all right, right? Yeah. Um, so he's comfortable doing it, and I think he's got a good enough skill set to be fine there. And, um, you know, I, I get that angle. If they want to put Coop maybe a little or, um sorry, put Donovan a little more in the slot. They just have – they have really good – much of the way I'll say it is they really do have – Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply versatile options they could keep they could keep the status quo and bring Tillman in to play those snaps outside you know at x uh, or whatever they want to do alignment wise put 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 Donovan at x and put Tillman at z they could go that route they could put like I said Elijah outside more and play David Bell more in this game in the slot like they did last year there's uh there's there's a, a grouping of ways they can go in this one and then obviously getting Marquise Goodwin in there maybe taking him from 10 snaps to 2025 and allowing him to maybe split the load there a little bit with Tillman. I think you could make that justification too. So uh, again, uh, kudos to the organization for creating more of this depth, because I think you would agree that if this happened last year at any moment, any real moment, we would have felt uh, really uneasy at this time. Talking with Jake Burns, Orange and Brown report, Orange and Brown film room, 
is the podcast he runs, where or he hosts rather, where he breaks down the film of the Cleveland Browns each and every single week. He did that for week one. Let's start. Let's let's go there next, Jake. What were your overall takeaways from what you saw on the tape from the Browns in week one? Well, the defense was really special uh, performance-wise in that one. You know, you don't know if it's going to carry itself over week uh, week to week. You, you got to see it, right? Yeah. There's a level of NFL see it to believe it, but it was a perfect storm in week one where I think the Bengals were coming in uh, from a preseason that was rather choppy. They didn't have Joe. The weather wasn't right. And uh, I'm not sure Joe is completely healthy yet. And, and, and you mix that in with, you know, you listen to Jordan Palmer, who works specifically with Joe, talk about how special he thinks that front is and how he thinks four weeks from now the Browns are going to be considered. And this is not just Jordan. There are plenty of people saying this from a neutral standpoint. I always like to find people that have no skin in the game uh, with who they cover or who they talk about. And you hear these, uh, I think, relatively intelligent people talking about, um, you know, this group being slept on, that it, it should have been considered as more of a threat. And, and, and that's driven by data-driven folks, too, who, who really are predicting this group to, to be pretty good. It was a great performance. They did a nice job in the secondary doing some split-field coverages. They did some uh, a lot of rotating middle of the field closed, uh, sorry, open to close. They did what you were hoping for, which was marry a lot of what Jim Schwartz does up front with, I think, things he took from the success the Titans have had in his years spent with the Titans recently as an analyst to, to better uh, incorporate the front rush with the, with the coverage deception. That was a really strong start. We'll see if it can continue with Pittsburgh. I don't see why it won't. Uh, it seems like there's a decent trend to get Juan Thornhill back. So, Expect more of that, but a great week one performance from those guys. And really the linebacker group was good, too, in all the right places. And Dalvin Tomlinson and Shelby Harris and those guys in the interior were pretty strong as well. And then the offense, it was 24 points when it could have been 31 to 34, right? They don't fumble down inside the 20-yard line, and Deshaun's ball doesn't get tipped there. He probably should have thrown that. He should have, should have just ran. But those are two deep in opponent territory turnovers, right, I think. The weather wasn't great, and that impacted the Browns as well, right? It impacted Watson yeah. to an extent, and um, I, I think that the pass protection was not as clean as we hoped it would be, especially Jed, which I'm hoping they can figure out a way to, you know, with Highsmith, who's such a dangerous threat over there, to give Jed the, the, the tools he needs to play a little better here in Week 2 because they, they just missed a couple throws that pressure arrived at the wrong time, the wrong moment. We know that one of those led to Jack Conklin's ACL tear so you know you just need to clean that up a little bit it wasn't all too bad again that's Trey Hendrickson and I think the Bengals have a nice rush so that Bengals defense will be hovering top 10 group and and if those youngsters get better back there they'll be they'll be really good I expect them that's that's a real challenge and to run for over 200 on those guys is extremely impressive given the circumstances where they know you want to run it too right because of the rain so it was a really strong performance from the defense the offense gets a b minus C plus B minus. They have better days in front of them. They certainly want to keep the footballs dry for who they want to be, right? They want to throw it around still, uh, but they really have a way now to lean into the run game with a diverse set of options, right? They can inside zone, outside zone. You, they can get in pistol. They can be in the gun and pin pull and do some things to get their athletic guards out on the perimeter. We saw Wyatt Teller pancaking people twenty yards downfield. So awesome. they just have a diverse. <laughs> set of ways under center pistol shotgun to attack you it's a lot to prepare for and uh, off of that preparation teams have to do they have so many interesting counter move wrinkles that they should be able to incorporate uh, in week two here you mentioned jed wills in your answer there 
do we kind of have a picture of who he is at this point? He he tends to every week. We kind of came into the season saying, all right, this is kind of the last chance to kind of see if he's going to be anything special. And I feel like we just kind of have the same conversation about him. There's weeks where he has every single week is the same. It's like there's there's good moments in a game and then there's bad moments in a game where you're like, okay, he's clearly not going to be Joe Thomas. He's not the worst tackle in the NFL, but he also gets blown up sometimes. Is that kind of – do we have our answer then on him? Is he just going to kind of be that? The answer is he's inconsistent, yeah. I mean, I, I don't really know what other way to say. I'm sure he is adding to, to Bill Callahan's gray hair situation. Like, <laughs> there's there are reps from Jedrick Wills where he does everything right, and it's so good. And then, And if he was able to just replicate – that consistency, you know, the, in, in, I shouldn't say that's that's two different things. If he can put that into consistency, he would be among the best left tackles in the league. But it, at times, I think there's mental lapses about how deep the quarterback is dropping the drop point and how he should work his set as a left tackle off of that drop point. Because if you are dropping, if a quarterback is in the gun dropping three and you are too wide, that allows a defensive end rushing the quarterback to influence upfield to make the quarterback do what? Step up, and then if your shoulders are too parallel, you create an easy way for that edge to get back inside, and then as the quarterback is stepping up, you know, impact the throw. It happened too many times. So I think between Deshaun and between Jed, they just they really need to zero in and focus in on where the drop point's going to be and how Jed can best Either. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Inside and influencing an edge to run the arc upfield so that he can step up and slide out of the pocket. Or, you know, like I said, Deshaun has to be careful about seriously driving forward in the pocket because that's going to put that that, that situation into a bit more of uh, a predictable nature where an edge can be, hey, I'm going to influence upfield and then I'm going to get back inside. So, it's tricky. It's all a chess match happening every single week. I think Jed just got a little too parallel at the top and allowed, uh, you know, those players. Uh, the, the Bengals rotate there, but they they allow he allowed too many inside wins last week. I think he has to clean that up. Um, but it's week to week different. But he has a real. I mean, both tackles have the chow. I mean, Pittsburgh's edge duo is as good as it gets. Yeah. So I do expect the Browns to try to help those guys with chips and, and play action and different looks to slow that rush down a little bit. I think they would benefit from that. But also at the same time, you need Jed to play well. He has to play well for them to be at their best this season. And, and um, I didn't really think effort was a giant question in the game. At times I have questioned effort on finishing plays. He's great for a, a period of time, but then some, you know something behind him he doesn't know is still going on. He will quit a play too early instead of just trying to find a way to play through the whistle. So I feel like, Spencer, I've been saying the same things for multiple years with that young man, extremely <laughs> talented. If he could just put together what feels like to me the finer details of the position, which you know between having the best offensive line coach in history, and, and then, I mean, I can't say in history, but one of the better ones, yeah. 
And then obviously Joe Thomas to lean into, to talk through, hey, man, I'm doing this. How do I fix it? The help is there. It's about application to me. So I hope the application can improve throughout the year because he's going to be here another year after this one. Yeah. Uh, We're short on time, so maybe like in a minute here, to get you out of here, final question. What do you need to see, whether Amari Cooper plays or not, what do you need to see from, from, I almost said Amari Cooper, from Deshaun Watson tomorrow to sort of feel like, okay, he's taking that next step in terms of getting back to the player that he was? Take your profits. I, I really think that this league is, uh, as a whole shifted. They're playing more deep, uh, open coverage. They're, they're influencing quarterbacks to take underneath instead of taking shot throws downfield, which I think if you look at the shift from when Watson was playing his best football in 2020, the defensive shift from 21, 22, and now into 23 is really geared towards making offenses earn it on longer drives. Now, there are going to be shot plays. We all can agree on that. We saw yeah. Marquise Goodwin have a couple chances. But if you're hunting downfield throws, it's going to lead to frustrations and it's going to lead to putting yourself in third and longs. And I think Watson, especially I thought in week one, where he's just so eager to prove himself, he thinks he can get back everything reputationally that he lost on one throw. It cannot be that way, man. Mm. It has to be take what the, the defense is allowing you to have, Stay calm with your lower to upper body mechanics and just play the game the way you have always played it, and I think he'll be fine. So what I'd like him to do is take the check down opportunities that are there in front of him, continue to get out and use your God-given ability with your legs to create first downs in, in third, third down situations or creating early easy yards, and just play smart, sound football. I think Kevin gives you enough opportunities in the offense to hit some bigger throws. I also think he schemes up some answers for you, so take advantage of that. And then when it gets to third and money long, you know, whatever that is, eight yards plus, when it's back against the wall, defense is in the advantage, create some of that stuff that made you the old you, right? Create, get out of a sack, step up, run, get out of the pocket, hit somebody on the move. And when you start seeing that stuff where he's playing in rhythm and in time and taking the profits the defense will allow, but then still doing some of that old-school Deshaun Watson chaos management, that's when you'll know that they have the best version of him back. And I think in week one, just very driven on trying to hit big plays at times. It's like, just take what's there. Yeah. And then, and then from there, you'll find a lot of uh, continual consistent success. So that's what I'm looking for on time in rhythm. And then give us a little sprinkle of that magic there. When you, when you got your back against the wall as well. It's a really good point on the trying to get it all back on one throw. I like that. Jake Burns, he has great analysis over at Orange and Brown Report, Orange and Brown Film Room Podcast. He does a great job with it. You can follow him on Twitter at Jake underscore Burns 18 if you don't already. Jake, always thankful for your time, my man. I'm sure we'll link up again throughout the season. Thanks and have a good rest of your Sunday. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.